0: going to uh, I'm going to introduce Susan and she's going to take take it from here and uh, I'm not sure how much background you're going to do because I think a lot of people have heard it a little bit so I, will, I don't need to say much then you will then tell you what this is amazing daughter of the king extraordinaire Susan Richards dr. Susan Richards <laughs> I just want to say a big welcome to all of you. I know some of you were here with us um, earlier today. And for those of you that are joining us um, just for the evening, I just want to wish you a, a, a real warm welcome. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, actually, I think I'd like to ask the, the the opposite way that Brent did. How many of you weren't here um, this morning? Uh, oh, wow. So we have a lot who were here and a lot who weren't here. And how many of you are completely new to the ministry that we do the medical ministry um, so not too many I, I will just spend a very short amount of time because I really want to get into the testimonies and into the healing part so just the very I'm learning how to be much quicker <laughs> in terms of talking about the the background of the ministry I'm trying to cut it down smaller and smaller because I really want to be focusing on the on the ministry work, but it's good to have a little bit of background for those of you that have never been um, exposed to the ministry. And for those of you that have, I just ask for your patience. <laughs> so um, the, the, the background of the ministry really comes out of, of my being a medical doctor by background and, and really feeling the call of the Lord in um, the work that I've done in the medical field um, as I was sharing with with everyone who was here this morning um, I am from the uh, mid peninsula i 'm from the Palo Alto area, and I, I had during the time that I was doing a medical practice very much a medically um, kingdom based practice it was a it was I always thought of it as equal parts love and relationship and technical um, knowledge and ability because we're you know we 're really intensively trained in the medical field. It's a very rigorous field. Like, if you need a lot of sleep, it's not the field to go into. (laughs) If you cannot get by on 36 hours straight of no sleep, this will not be the field for you. I remember in my third year of medical school, when I was um, on the OBGYN round, I had two weeks with no sleep. Like, I caught catnaps. Um, every once in a while, but I literally went two weeks. And if I had a normal, you know, eight-hour-a-day need, I would never have made it through. So that's, you know, the field is very rigorous. It's very technical. um, But for me, it wasn't really anything that I enjoyed without the love and the relational part. So that was what my practice was all about, for those of you that are new. I was also very involved in medical education. Um, I was on the clinical faculty at Stanford at the medical school, did quite a bit of teaching there um, during that time. And currently, um, I don't do anything at the medical school at all. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm now on the main campus, and I'm in ministry at the school. I'm part of the Christian fellowship at Stanford, so I've moved from medicine to um, to ministry doing ministry over there. And I was invited there to bring a miracle ministry to the school. That's why I was asked to start um, ministering at Stanford once I wasn't doing any, anything medical there. Um, I had a few friends who were ministers there, and they went to the hospital with me and saw supernatural miracle healings. So then they thought we should bring this over to the main part of the school. So that was really what my career was all about when I was, you know, doing practice. And about six and a half years ago, again, for those of you that are new, the Lord um, guided me into being ordained. So I became a minister at that time. And at that time, I had an incredible shift in my life. Um, The Lord, um, once I became an ordained minister, the Lord just, it was like he opened up the heavens. And I began to experience um, supernatural miracle healings that were just astounding to me from the medical side. Because as a doctor, you never see um, limbs grow out. (laughs) It would freak freak doctors out to see stuff like that. You don't see missing limbs growing. It's supernatural. Or um, people who are quadriplegics getting out of wheelchairs, cataracts disappearing, burns dropping off of skin third-degree burns, not first-degree, but you know, the ones you'd be in the hospital for six months and having skin grafts, just dropping off the skin and having perfect skin underneath. Actually, a lot better than most of us. I have <laughs> beautiful-looking skin because everything the Lord does is perfect. So that's, that was what happened to me once I became ordained. It was an incredible experience going two or three days a week to hospitals all over the Bay Area and seeing incredible miracles that, that are not in the medical textbooks. Um, so um, I continued with that for several years, and then um, the Lord continued to work supernaturally in what I was doing. For those of you that don't know, we have a, a big Facebook page. It's a 1,200,000 followers with many more millions of people that have been on the page. And again, that was completely supernatural. We started with 10 people. And as soon as it became the Lord's page, that's when the page took off. Before it was the Lord's page, we went from about 10 people to 20 people. And it was a lot of work. (laughs) I had to work really hard to go from 10 people to 20 people. Once the Lord took over, I didn't have to work that hard at all. And he brought in thousands and thousands of people. And we get um, a million and a half people a year um, giving us prayer requests from Facebook and private messaging and you know all kinds of ways and we still up to this point we did not have a ministry. the ministry came a little over a year ago when we when we founded our school so um, that kind of brings us up to current time for those of you that are new. We have a training school and some of actually some of our um, our faculty are here tonight because we're we're an interesting school because we're we're really a medical school and a ministry school combined the purpose of it being that when i was in the hospital seeing all these miracles the lord taught me a new way to pray he wanted me to pray with the love and the relationship that i had done in my practice but he in a prayer mode, he wanted me to pray in complete, total detail into the body. If I was praying for any kind of illness, he, he called on me to use all the knowledge and wisdom that I had in being a doctor and in, and in praying into every single chemical pathway that I understood as a doctor that was involved in a condition. So people were getting a very unusual sort of prayer. It was spiritual, it was loving, but it was completely detailed medically. And that's what we do at our school. We train people to do this. One of our do- other doctors, Dr. Malou Cipriano, is here tonight. And um, Denise, um, Denise is here. She's a, she's a, a mental health care um, practitioner. So we have doctors, nurses on our faculty. We have um, um, prayer intercessors, we have ministers, we combine it all and I think that's what's so special and has allowed us um, to pray in such a um, a global way into the whole person where we pray, again we, we care about your heart, we care about your soul, we care about your physical body, your life everything, we pray into the whole person so um, what we're doing currently is we have an internship and and that's for people that are you know, wanting to come to Sunnyvale and, and get trained um, once a month, actually twice a month during the internship we do. But we're really enjoying coming out into the churches like we're doing here. It's just a total joy to be here to do the training like we did earlier and then the um, the event tonight. And the only other thing that's changing in our ministry is that Um, I have an unusual background in that I'm very much a conventionally trained medical doctor who is a minister, but um, during the years that I was practicing, I have a secondary specialty in nutritional biochemistry. So a third thing that happened with me is because of my expertise in the field, a lot of companies were coming to me that were, you know, out in the marketplace, and they were coming to me as a medical expert knowledgeable in the field of nutritional biochemistry and asking me to help them formulate products with their chemists. So I had lines of products out in stores like GNC and Whole Food Markets and you know pharmacies and supermarkets that were based on the knowledge I had in that field. And I like doing that with patients because um, the Lord wants us to partner with him. And he wants us. It's right in the scriptures. You know, our body is is, it's our body is the holy temple of the Lord. It's right in Corinthians one, and so a lot of people don't have the best outcomes medically for many reasons. We, we're constantly seeing relapses and and people getting you know they get better and then they get worse again. So people are constantly coming back to the doctors because they're not really stable. And they're never cured. We never cure people per se in the field. We don't use that word. We don't we don't use, you know, miracles and cures and healings and, and that's that's a spiritual realm. That's the supernatural. So we, we manage we manage illness. So um, what what I saw was that it's really important to partner actively with the Lord. To, to be aware of what you can do in working with him to maintain health. And a lot of people are very interested in this now. There's a lot of interest in um, preventive medicine and integrative health care. So um, I also, that was a third thing that I did, and so I wrote a bunch of, of books that were really coming out of the medical part of my work, but I've never even mentioned it in, in, in the last year of having ministry and before that, these aren't even things that I've mentioned. Nobody even knew I was writing books, although I've, I, have a, I have two million books out in the marketplace from when I was just purely doctoring. But nobody in the ministry field knows because I've never mentioned it. I have not brought that into the, the work. But the Lord wants it in the work now. He said, this is the year that I want you to now integrate and help people to know what they need to do to live a life that's going to maintain health. So we're starting this year to have events that um, will pr- will really help with that. Our first event is going to be at Star of David Church on February 16th. So any of you that are interested in... Um, Exercise physiology, nutrition, supplements, botanical medicine. We're going to be covering a lot of that. And I brought a bunch of book samples. This is the first week I've ever even brought these to an event. But the Lord said to do that. So if any of you are interested, we do have the event. It'll be in San Jose. And again, I'm really excited about it because I'm really excited about equipping people on every level equipping them through the supernatural and equipping them through their lives so that they have the life that the Lord wants. The Lord wants every one of us to be healthy and strong and happy and joyful and just filled with his love. And again, I will never get tired of saying this. Some of you heard me saying this over and over again, but there is no point to illness except keeping you from God. If you weren't sick, and suffering and struggling with pain and frustration and depression and um, you know decimated white counts and um, you know side effects from chemotherapy, we'd be twenty four seven walking in the love of the Lord. It's mental illness and physical illness and all this stuff from the enemy that deflects us. It it takes our mind away and it makes us. Unhappy. Nobody likes being sick. I don't care what kind of illness it is. Or if you're not sick, seeing a loved one suffer. Every single person is touched on some level by illness. So the point of this ministry is to really bring people into a place of combining inner healing, physical healing, spirit, medicine, uh, ministry, and bringing people to a level that is even a better level than we've known. It's really a new move of the Lord. So that that's where we are. And we are in the middle or the beginning, really, of a huge, um, huge move of the Lord that is really meant to take people to a place where they've never been. It's a beautiful thing. It started last year in the Bay Area from what I could see, and this year it's going to be even stronger. So what I'd like to do now is... is is to just move into those parts of the night where I kind of drop out in a sense um, as the the focal point. It's really the Lord now. And I love sharing the testimonies. It's really exciting and it's fun because I never know what to expect when I pray for someone. The Lord often does things that are just amazing to me. He's, he usually delivers more than I ever would expect. Um, the, the best that I can see, he's always better. He's, he's so incredible. <laughs> so what I want to do is share some, some testimonies um, with you. And the first one, this is a recent testimony, and what you're looking at is a woman reading a newspaper just looking as peaceful and calm as can be. And what you're looking at is a 94-year-old woman who's just healthy and strong, and yet the, the, the day before, she was almost dead. The, she's a woman with high blood pressure and coronary artery disease, and the day before, she had suffered from what was a severe stroke-like incident where she was clinically dead for four minutes. She, she just was apparently on her way out. She was unresponsive. Dilated fixed pupils. I mean, just, you know, really bad news. And her daughter thought she was going to die. And then she came to a bit, but she really wasn't um, functional. She was unresponsive. Um, She couldn't really speak. She couldn't answer questions. Um, She couldn't respond to commands. She was incontinent. If you would tell her to raise her arm, she couldn't tell her uh, what's her name. She couldn't respond. So Dr. Malou um, emailed me, and she was taking care of her, and she said, we have a super emergency. So she she told me the medical history, and she said, we've got to pray for her. So I prayed for her, and Dr. Malou prayed for her. She had two of us just praying our hearts out, and, but, and the next day she was completely normal. It was like nothing had ever happened. And what was incredible is that Dr. Malou was asking her normal medical, what you'd ask medically, like tell me your name and where, what city do you live in. The woman got really angry and irate with her. She said, why are you asking me these stupid questions? <laughs> she didn't understand. You know, I'm totally fine. <laughs> and the beautiful thing about her is that with, within the previous year, at age 93, she had become a believer. She had not been a believer for 93 years of her life, and now she's a believer. And and the Lord just loves her. Um, I always like to get feedback on her from Dr. Malou. This woman is as strong as can be. This just happened in the last couple of weeks. She's she's strong. She's healthy. She can do all functions. It's just an incredible thing. Um, The next picture is just her feeding herself. Again, she's just back to totally normal. Like it never happened. Now that's the hallmark to me of a true healing in the Lord. In the medical world, you know, you have a stroke and you've got a drooping face and you're, you're, your speech is impaired and you're paralyzed on one side. and That's the natural world. With the Lord, it's like there's no trace. It's what I saw with all the quadriplegics that I prayed for. There was no trace once they healed that they had ever been like Christopher Reeves or in a wheelchair with no ability to even um, hold a cup in their hand or pick up a piece of paper or, or write their name. They don't have that capacity. Yet, yet the, the quadriplegics, so many of them that I prayed over are climbing mountains. They're, they're jogging, they're, they're dancing, they're bowling, they're diving. And it's, the Lord just erases these things, and only he can do it. That's a cure. So this woman had what we'd have to say is, you know, a miracle cure from the Lord. So let's go to the next picture. So what you're looking at now is a um, a man who, he's obviously not at home. <laughs> he's in the hospital, and um, he's hooked up to, you know, to um, oxygenation. There's a tube going up into the into the throat area. And the reason that I brought his picture is that so many people have pain. How many of you identify with having any kind of pain, whether it's physical or emotional? Most people do. There's hardly anybody, by the way, that doesn't. Even just being frustrated, like let's say all your tires are flat, you go to your car, people have pain over that. They get really upset. They get really frustrated. They're upset. (laughs) So I hardly ever meet anybody that doesn't have any kind of pain. I've never met anybody who's never had it. That I've never met. So he's a beautiful example of what the Lord can do to heal. One of the things for the half of you that weren't here um, earlier today is I was doing training in the brain and nervous system, and I was um, talking about the pathways and the centers of pain in the brain because it's something you're always dealing with in ministry people are coming with their sore backs and sore knees sore shoulders pain in their chest from you know um, heart disease um, pain on breathing if you're asthmatic it's just mental pain emotional pain depression so pain is a big issue and of course to deal with it what we do is we medicate people in my field So the worst pain, of course, are the patients that I work with in the hospital because they're coming off of really severe issues. They've either been through life-threatening trauma. They've had surgical procedures. Whatever it is, without pain med, it's unbearable. And so this man was in a very bad situation, which is um, he had been in a kind of a near-death, really serious kind of a... I forget if he was car or motorcycle, because I, pr- I think he was motorcycle. I've prayed into so many of these kinds of, of cases. Um, so um, he was he was paralytic um, and extreme dependence on pain medication. He was really, if if he was between pain meds, it was really a big deal. So one day I, w- I went in to pray with him, and Unfortunately, he was between his pain medication dose. And the nurse was in the room and, and said to the, the patient who really needed the pain med that they didn't know what his schedule was because the doctor who was on call, they couldn't read the handwriting. That's what the... <laughs> and they said, we're trying to reach the doctor who wrote the script. And they, they, they were having trouble reaching him and the, the patient was just literally pleading for pain medication. He was in such misery and trauma. I mean, here he's smiling in this picture. Again, if you could see the picture clearly, he's looking much more smiley. He was not looking that way that, that day. He was really miserable, struggling. The pain was unbearable. So when the nurse left the room, I started to pray over him. And the beautiful thing about it was he fell asleep immediately the Lord just totally replenished all of the pain um, chemicals within his brain, within his body and he just went into a place of total peace and he just fell asleep right away and, and he just was fine and what I like about um, this kind of case is that the patients I've prayed for in the hospitals once I start to pray for them their dependence on pain medication drops significantly A lot of the patients are able to go off pain meds or they're able to go on very low doses, which is really amazing. Some of these people, when you see what's wrong with them and they're on a tiny little dose, it just doesn't even seem possible that how could you, with this terrible traumatic injury, be on such a low dose? Well, it's the Lord. So, for those, all these hands raised tonight when I said who's in pain. So, I wanted to bring this as kind of an inspiration of what the Lord can do to, to heal us. And our, our internal chemicals, again, they're better than anything I could ever prescribe for you. The, the chemicals of the Lord that he creates within our body are just amazing. There's nothing as good as what the Lord can do. So let's go to the next picture. And again, this is a, a woman who's very happy. She's a very smiling, happy woman. And I don't know if any of you know her. This is Pastor Debbie Fuller. Do any of you know her? She's from the Foursquare Church in Vallejo. And um, it's a wonderful church. It's like blazing fire. It's one of the churches that ask us to come back frequently to do healing events with them. And um, when I was there, the, um, I was doing a lot of prayer. And then at the end of the session... Her husband told me that she had very severe heart disease, and he said, would you pray over Debbie? So I prayed over her, and she has um, she has a lot of issues. She's got um, severe coronary artery disease. She's got seven stents, which is a lot, <laughs> and she's very severely hypertensive, and she's in congestive heart failure. She's got a heart that's just not... Very happy, it's a, it's a it's a heart that's not doing very well, and he said, please pray for her. So I prayed over her, and then the, and then I never you know I I don't think about it because I didn't hear anything from him, and the next month when I went back there, he got up on the podium next to me, at the beginning, and he said, I have a testimony, and what he shared with with everyone there and me included, was that after I had prayed for Debbie. They went back to the cardiologist, and she's very stably in very poor condition. she's stable in her poor condition, so they don 't expect much. you know the doc- her doctor's always saying, you know she, her heart's very you know is, is weak, it's not healthy, it's just where it's at. And they ran more tests on her and and the cardiologist told Pastor Fuller when he looked at the results. He said, I never see results like this. He said, this is the best result I've ever seen. And he he said, it's so much better than all my other patients. And he said, I can't explain this. Well, of course, we can explain it (laughs) because we know God did it. And um, so he said, the funny thing is he said the cardiologist was so shocked that he repeated over and over again, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, I'm so happy. He said, I just can't explain it. He said, I'm just so happy. And he said, I'm happy, happy, happy. He said, that's what the, the doctor said over and over again. I'm happy, happy, happy. So, And Pastor Fuller and Debbie were happy, happy, happy. Because <laughs> she's doing much better. So, yay God. So, let's go to the next picture. So, this is um, a woman who um, has a little different issue. Um, she has... Um, um, a vi- she's had a very severe issue with depression. And um, uh, is a lot of it's situational. She came into a period um, recently where nothing was working well for her. She was virtually homeless, seriously depressed, and she was forced into a living situation back... Um, she went through a divorce. I don't know any of the details. I just know what she shared with me about this. But she went through a divorce some sometime. It seems like it was a quite a while ago. And she was forced to, you know, like co-live with her ex-husband. And she said it was just a miserable situation. She said all it did every day was remind her why she was divorced, and why she didn't want to be with her ex-husband, and she said everything that she tried to do to get housing was blocked. She said she'd try to find a, you know, a place to live, and nothing worked. She would, at the last minute, you know, deals would fall through. It was like the enemy was just at her constantly. So she had no place to live. It was affecting her job, her personal relationships. So she was just kind of in a really dark place. And so I was doing one of these events that I was um, praying medically over everybody. I wasn't even praying over her specifically. Um, I happened to know her because she's part of a ministry from the South Bay. And the senior pastor and the whole team had taken one of my classes, a couple of my classes when we were first teaching. So I actually knew her a bit, but I didn't know anything personally about her this way. So um so she said as I was praying she said all of a sudden it was like black lava appeared on the top of her head she wasn't sure if it was coming out of her head or what but she said it was like heavy black lava that started to roll down her face and she said when it hit her eyes and down her face all of a sudden her depression completely disappeared And the lava then just disappeared. Maybe it was this horrible stuff from the enemy that was just manifesting, but all of a sudden it was gone, and then everything changed after that. She said very quickly after the depression lifted, she found housing, she came back into her joy, and she said everything in her life shifted, and it was great again. So let's go to the next picture. So this is my patient. And um, <laughs> this is so. This little cutie is my, also my patient, and and over the Christmas to New Year's, um, this cute little dog. He's a Jack Russell Terrier. In in um, dog years, he's a hundred years old. So a year ago, he was diagnosed with chronic pancreatitis, and he his owner almost lost him and. And they're very fond of him at, at the at the house that, you know, he's part of, their animal friend. So over Christmas, New Year's time, um, he was a bad little dog. And they were serving, you know, it's Christmas, it's the holidays, it's New Year's, there was food all over the house. This little dog, he got into the truffles. He got into the chocolate chip cookies. He got into the layer cake. I mean, whatever they had, this little dog got into. And he was so sick. So I heard from the owner, he's throwing up. He's got the runs. He's got tummy aches. So she said, please pray. She was really worried that, you know, like the 94-year-old woman, that this dog was going to be on his way out. So, so I, I met up with the, the little doggy, and I laid hands on his tiny little abdomen, his tiny little pancreas. I did laying of the hands and prayed over him. And again, the Lord gave him an instant healing. And he's super healthy, <laughs> wagging his tail and active and healthy, and he's in great shape. And one of the things I love about these healings, because I healed two horses, I saw two horses heal over the holidays, have a little dog, lots of people, is it always keeps reminding me of the love of God. He just loves everything. He'd probably heal a goldfish if we asked him to pray for a goldfish. I've never been asked to pray for a goldfish, but he probably would, because he loves us. If we loved our goldfish... He'd probably heal our goldfish. <laughs> so I love how he is. Look at the 94-year-old woman. He could have just taken her, but he he wanted her to have an, a more of an experience. She's strong. She's healthy. He gave her life. The little dog, 100-year-old dog, he, he could have taken the little dog. I've prayed for little babies. I've prayed for... Elderly people, I've prayed for Christians, I've prayed for Hindus, Muslims, Buddhists, tons of atheists. He loves everybody. He He doesn't ask me to go in the hospital and go interview somebody and say, are you a believer, and if you're not a believer, I won't pray for you. It's not how he works. He brings us to him through his love. And that's what I've seen him do. I've seen him heal the atheists, and I've seen him bring them to his heart. I've seen him heal the Muslims and the, and the Hindus and the Buddhists and everything because of his love. And that's how he works. He, he heals us and he loves us. So I think that's my last picture. And um, so we're going to move on now to the, the prayer part, which is really my favorite part. And I just want to check and make sure that we're, um, we're doing okay on the timing here. So what we're going to be doing, for those of you um, that... How many of you have been to our events? That's different than coming to the class. Have a lot of you been to the healing events? And how many of you haven't? Okay, so there's a lot of people that haven't been to the healing events. So, just for those of you that have never been to the healing events, which again is a lot of you, it looks like about half. Um, what we do is a little different because our ministry is a little different than what you would get normally at a, a church healing service. Um, be, because again, our the way that the Lord created the ministry is is it's it's a new creation in Him, and so the things you might see at a at a at a more regular service where a pastor might get a word from the lord and and call somebody out he might say you know i I've, I've got a word from the lord that someone here has a you know um sore elbow and they're you know they can't move their arm or whatever the word would be or someone here is very depressed or whatever the whatever would be the, the message. Um, we, do, we don't do that here because the Lord really doesn't want me to call people out. What he wants is everybody to be prayed for medically. So, so the, the job of our ministry is to cover every single person with medical prayers. And for those of you that didn't take the class and don't know you know, the medical part of, of how the body works... Uh, the way the Lord created our body is so intricate. And it's, it's not that you have just a heart that works in isolation or kidneys that work in isolation. It's a very complex um, system. It's, it's regulated in, in various ways. You have a heart, you have kidneys, you have a liver. And by themselves, they're just blobs of flesh. There's no life to just having an organ. There's a lot of things that give life to the organs. The breath of life is one thing, oxygenation. We take in breath through the, you know, through the book of Genesis. What did God do? He breathed life into the dust of the earth. So oxygenation, circulation into the organs, innervation, So when we're restoring people medically, we have to pray the way that God created the body to be. So that's how we pray, whether we're doctors or nurses or or, um, other healthcare professionals on our team. And so I always begin by praying for the brain, which is the way that God created the regulation of the whole body. Um, It's really crucial to do this. It also heals the mind because the mind is regulated through the brain. Um, one of the things that, again, I never get tired of sharing because it's so amazing is that the way the Lord created us is that we don't have specific chemicals for your physical body and other chemicals for your mind. It's When you realize how the Lord created us with such efficiency, it's truly amazing. You have the same chemicals for your physical body that regulate your emotions, it's really, even if you've heard me say this a couple of times, it's really important to just keep coming back to this. because if your mind is not in a good place, and a lot of us walk around with strongholds with, you know, the enemy attacking us, where sometimes we're in a good mood and we feel good, and sometimes we're just, you know, um, triggered by things where the enemy can come in and we get depressed, we get fed up. We get frustrated. Um, It's easy for the enemy to get in this way. There are parts of our brain that even make it easy for the enemy to get in. So it's very important to pray over the whole system. Because if I don't pray over your mind and you've had a physical issue, it's not going to heal well. It's not going to heal the way you want it to heal. So we need to start with the mind and the brain then we can pray into the physical body then you're going to have a better out you'll have the outcome much more that we'd like to see you have we've got to have the mind and the body being a, being really joyful and positive together so the the goal that i have and i know that's true for for all of us uh, in our ministry is we we want to see every one of you have a healing tonight We want to see everyone here leave better than when they came. We want you to leave being uplifted in the Lord. And we know that he will take you as far as his plan. I have no control over the timing. That's the thing I have no control over. I was showing you instant miracles. I see thousands of these things. A lot of healing is progressive, though. The quadriplegics that I love to show slides of also, every one of them is a progressive healing. These were people that, when I worked with them, were all in the ICU. I never worked with a quadriplegic that did not start out in the ICU if they were a trauma, an injury, or a tumor, or an autoimmune hospital case. They all start out there, and they're on life support. So every one of these people was progressive. If you see them, pictures of them standing and climbing mountains and doing wonderful things, there was a few steps they had to go through. Plus, you're kind of a captive in the hospital. So I just kind of followed along with what the you know doctors were doing. But again, I was seeing miracles. They were leaving the hospital walking um, in so many cases. So um, it's, it's very important, again, to, to pray this way. So I want to now start having you get engaged in this process because we want to have you start to go within and to focus on what it is in you that you would like to see the Lord heal, that you could be better at, that, that, would, that would be a blessing to your mind, because that's going to bless your body. So just take a, a few seconds to focus on what you would like the Lord to do tonight, to take you to a higher level of, of blessing in Him where you can feel His love more. If, you're an ang- if you have an anger problem, if you have a depression issue, if you, if you feel like victimized, hopeless, resentful, whatever it is, just tune into it for a second because that's, found- that's your ground zero, really. And some of you may be having a big issue. Some of you may be pretty good and not have such an issue with these things. But wherever you are, we can all be better. There is no one that cannot be better. The, Lord, the Lord's love is so magnificent and so perfect and beautiful that, again, we want to take you to a place where you have more and more access to his love. Even if you're pretty good, every one of us can be better. Otherwise, it's like you are where you are and you're going to go through the rest of your life with nothing to expect that there's nothing more the Lord can do for you. And that's not how it is. We spend our whole life just just uplifting ourselves to his love and his, his grace and his compassion and caring. So let's now move to um, a really positive place and just raise your mind up to God and just go to the highest place that you could Experience and just speak to the Lord for a moment and just say, Lord, I know I can even go higher, I know I can experience you more, I can feel your love even more than, than I have ever felt. That's that's what we want to begin to accomplish tonight because that takes us out of physical issues, it takes us out of mental issues. So my job is to pray into all of you to heal the parts of the brain that are currently traumatized. When you have mental issues, when you have physical illness, the brain has really been traumatized because it's the regulator of everything. If you have an illness and it's not healing, part of it is because the brain is not working right. So we want to work on healing that. And again, you can never have too much of this kind of prayer. This kind of prayer is a prayer you could have for the rest of your life, and all it will do is continue to heal you. It will continue to make you better. That's why I'm always inviting everyone. You know, we're doing events all the time. I just invite all of you, just, you know, keep coming. We're, we're all over the Bay Area because it's a really good thing to be prayed for this way. You'll never have too much of it. So I'm going to go ahead and start to pray. And, um, and I just want you to get into a place of just peace. And we're going to pray over a few things in the brain. And it's good because it's going to utilize what we learned in class today because these are foundational things just like I taught in the class. So it's another opportunity for the many of you here that took the class to just refresh this and, and also just take in the healing. And for those of you that were not, this is just an opportunity to just uh, experience a beautiful healing in the Lord. So let's pray. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just love you and I thank you I thank you, Lord, for your blessings, your love, and your goodness. I thank you for the perfection in which you created each one of us. You created each one of us as a perfect, as a perfect um, creation of you. Um, it is only the enemy that can kill and steal and destroy and take us out of that place of your perfect love in every part of our life. So, Lord, I just call upon you with all of my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I ask tonight for a wonderful healing for everyone, wherever you're going to take us. For some of us, you're going to want to do a miracle instant healing. For other people, Lord, you have a little more progressive plan and so that you may be healing them, uplifting them, and there's just some more steps that you want to take them through. But, Lord, I want to pray into all of us that we experience your love and your goodness and that we are forever changed in you. And I ask that every one of you, as I'm praying, give your heart to the Lord and make a promise to him, as I pray, that you will take everything that I am praying for in your mind to uplift and heal it, and you will give it to him as a gift, that you give him the gift of an uplifted mind. Wherever you came in tonight, you will bless him with a new mind, a mind uplifted in him that is not willing to go back to the old place, that wherever you came in with, that it's going to be a better mind a gift to him. And Lord, I want to pray into all of my friends, into their brains, into their nervous system, to help them so that they have a healed brain, a healed mind, healed thoughts, healed emotions, so it will make them easier to make this type of transition by, by doing this kind of prayer. So Lord, I want to pray into all of the parts of the brain We have a three-part brain. We call it in the medical field a tripartite brain. And I want to pray over all of you here so that anything that is not right with your brain or anything that's been traumatized or damaged, Lord, I ask you to heal it. And I'm going to be using some medical words and terms, but uh, it's nothing to be concerned about. Just let the words flow. You don't have to know every single one of these words. But that's the part of the brain I'm praying for. I'm praying structurally into your brain for the different parts. So Lord, I want to pray in Jesus' name for the cerebral cortex of the brain. Lord, I want to pray into the frontal lobe, the parietal lobe on the side and top, temporal lobe on the side, and the occipital lobe in the back. And that regulates in every one of us a lot of the functions of our, of our brain and mind. This is the part of us that is most like, biblically, when God said, I created you in my image. The lower creatures do not have a brain like we have. They cannot play the piano. They can't write a poetry. They can't use a computer. They can't do many things at once that we can do. And it's all because of this amazing brain, particularly the cerebral cortex. So, Lord, I pray for everyone into their intelligence, um, their cognitive awareness, Lord, into their speech, into their vision, into their giftings, whatever your particular gifting is that requires this higher-level functioning, whether it's math or computer software, um, the law, medicine, business, um, whether you're a chef, whether you're an artist, a musician, all of this is regulated through this part of the brain. Our spiritual centers are here, and in great part, and our connection to the Lord is is in this part of the brain. So I pray, Lord, that everyone here be healed, so that their brain is renewed and uplifted in you, it's so that it's a beautiful new brain. And I want to pray also into a deep part of the brain that is linked to this called the limbic system. And I want to spend a little time here for a few minutes, and I want to pray for every one of you into the hippocampus. This is something that we were studying today. It's really important. Hippocampus is the memory center of the brain. This is where the the generational curses from the family come through because it's embedded in the memory. You begin to put down memory even before birth. Um, As soon as the nervous system develops early in your creation, um, you start to create memory. And... This is not something you're conscious of. You haven't even been born. But you are a little sponge inside your mother, and you take in all the input. And if you were unwanted, if you were in an abusive family situation, if there was a lot of anger in the family, if your parents were fighting, if they didn't talk, if there was abandonment, if there is family patterns of all kinds, including illness, um, diabetes in your family, cancer in your family, heart disease, um, depression, whatever it is, it comes through your genes, your genetic material right into you because half of our genetic material comes from our mother, half from our father. So you you are just a conduit when there is a generational curse for the devil, for the enemy. It just comes right through to you. It's easy for the devil, the enemy, to do this. He doesn't have to work hard. It's right, it's right in your programming. So Lord, this is in the hippocampus, and I want to pray for everyone here that whatever their family patterns are that are generational curses, not the good things, not that everyone in your family has musical gifts and can play a bunch of instruments, or that you have a family with scientific genius gifts or whatever it is we those aren't what we want to touch we want to touch those things that are of the enemy that got into your into your gene pool that the enemy created and so we want to pray that out in Jesus name we want to crush it we want to sever that from your hippocampus we want to eliminate it we want to get rid of it and if you have memories from Post birth, that are traumatic, that, that, that were things you experienced trauma, injury, broken relationships, um, hard, you know, jobs that were hard, a boss you didn't get along with, um, physical trauma, you know, skiing accident, breaking your leg. All of these things are embedded in the hippocampus. So we want every one of us, Lord, tonight to be cleansed and purified of generational curses. We want to be cleansed and purified of everything that we took on as baggage, negative baggage, and we just want to cleanse it from our body, cleanse it from our brain, so that we are, Lord, starting tonight with a completely new hippocampus, new memories, Memories in you, you are the guide as we go into this new place of new creation of you, Lord. You are our guide, you are giving us the love. And so we go into cleansed and purification of the hippocampus, Lord. I pray that for everyone so that your frame of reference is no longer the negativity of the past. It keeps you stuck, it keeps you victimized. It keeps you in a loop where you are never healed. You are always worried about falling back into cancer, into illness, whatever it is, into addiction. People who are addicts are always worried that they're going to break and become addicted again. So we want to cleanse this from the brain and and get rid of it. Lord, I pray for elimination of, of all of this baggage in the hippocampus And that it be brought into the light of your love. That your light just flows into all of the parts of our brain. The hippocampus. I want to pray while we're in the limbic system as well into the pain centers of your brain. That's there as well. And all of you, many of you are raising your hands. And I want to pray for healing of the pain centers. That's a really good thing to be doing. The insular cortex... The anterior cingulate cortex, the amygdala, those are our pain centers, and they're so damaged on most of us that we cannot um, we cannot regulate our own pain internally. Like the man I showed you the picture of, when we are fully healed in those pain centers, and our and the chemicals that the Lord gives us to manage pain are renewed in the Lord, we we have a very wonderful tolerance for pain we just don't feel much emotional pain physical pain just heals very quickly like the people i prayed for in the hospital the pain centers are no longer pain centers they're it's almost like they're warning systems letting us know we you know stubbed our toe or touched a hot stove so i just want to pray in jesus name that every one of you have a beautiful healing of those pain centers and that you flow in the spirit of the Lord for the chemicals that, that help to eliminate mental, physical, emotional pain. Wherever the pain is in your body, whether it's in your knees or your feet, your ankles, your hips, your shoulders, your chest, um, your heart, your, your digestive function where you get cramping, Whatever it is, they all end up in those centers. So pain really comes from our brain, even though you're feeling it in the body. So, Lord, we want to pray for the whole system to be healed, the pain centers, the pain pathways, um, the pathways from the brain all the way out to the tips of our toes and the tips of our fingers. And I ask that you replenish in you, Lord, all of the chemicals that just soothe us and nurture us and just calm us down and, and soften everything that seems so hard and difficult and just flow in the Spirit of the Lord with these beautiful, godly chemicals that you created, Lord. GABA, serotonin, taurine, beta-endorphins, oxytocin, vasopressin, these are some of the really common ones that are very important ones. And I pray that not only are they flowing in the pain centers, but like wells that are constantly replenishing. I just pray that that you flow, Lord, into all of these centers of the brain, throughout the whole brain, into the spinal cord, into the motor nerves, the sensory nerves that come out of every vertebrae, every bone of the spine, and that move into the depths of the body through the autonomic nervous system or the superficial part of the body through the somatic nervous system so that your beautiful pain relief chemicals just start to flow through every part of us, just calming us down, calming our mind, calming our body, and just letting us flow in the spirit and just starting to replenish what we need, every one of us, so that we can live in the peace of the Lord. And I also want to pray into another part of you, which are the cells of the brain themselves, the neurons. These are the foundational cells. And I want to pray into the chemicals... um, that are bound to these neurons called neurotransmitters. And these chemicals are the ones that I mentioned. There are some of these chemicals that regulate your body and regulate your mind. And this is a really important part of this prayer now because we have chemicals that the Lord created in these hundred billion cells of our brain and nervous system. We have a hundred billion neurons and I pray, Lord, that, that you balance these neurons so that we have all the right signals flowing through our brain, flowing through our body. Very few of us do. Um, the Lord created us in his perfect way to have chemicals that either shut us down or chemicals that kind of pick us up and stimulate us. And I want to pray into the perfect healthy balance for every one of you because this will help heal the mind and the body. When you are out of balance and you're too much in the shutdown, what we call medically inhibition, that's where you are just chronically depressed and it's hard to get out of it. Millions of people struggle with depression and they're so out of balance chemically I'm sure some of you here tonight are just, you know, that's been a struggle. It's just a common struggle. And, Lord, we just pray in the name of Jesus that everything that is too much inhibition, that is not healthy, that every bit of that is removed in all of you so that you flow in the Spirit of the Lord. And he eliminates from the inhibitory side depression, hopelessness, victimhood, despair, Um, isolation, asking the Lord, Lord, why does everybody get healed and I don't? It's kind of a helplessness, a hopelessness. That's what inhibition, when it's unhealthy, does. And Lord, I just ask that you, you take that out of every one of us because only you can do this. We can't do it with pills. We can't do it with anything that is worldly in the way that you can do it only you can truly heal this. So I ask, Lord, that you create a perfect healing in all of us so that we are peaceful. We're not depressed. We are in peace. We're in calm. And what the Lord's been showing me recently is to pray for everyone just in the last couple of weeks as if We recognize that we are totally children of the Lord. He wants that part of your brain to be as a child, to be receptive to him, not to be in struggle or in shutdown or depression, but with total trust and total faith in him as a child would that you let him find your solutions, you let him flow into you, and he will. He will always do that when you come to him this way, with the trust and with the faith, and you will be safe in him, you will be secure in him. He will never let you down. It's only the work of the enemy where you feel let down. It's not God. So I pray that every one of you become as a child of the Lord and that you feel the love of the Lord just touching you in your heart, touching you in your mind where you just feel at ease. And that is the way he wants us to navigate our lives, in peace and calm and trust in him, no matter what the circumstances. Because even with things that seem impossible... They're not impossible for him. And it may take a little time, but he will work you through it and you will have the solution you need, and it's going to be better than your solution. So I want to pray also where you're out of balance in terms of excitation. With excitation that is dominant and out of balance, you are p- panicky, you're you're hyper, you're over revved, overwired, you have obsessive-compulsive disorder. You are in mania more of the time if you're bipolar. So it's more that franticness. And it's a very uncomfortable place to be. It's not of the Lord. Again, it's of the enemy. And with inhibition that is too dominant, we see shut down physical diseases that match the emotional makeup. Cancer is on that side. So anybody that's dealing with cancer is dealing with too much inhibition. Because what does cancer do? It shuts down your immunity. Your own immunity should be just crushing cancer. But instead, cancer evades your immune system. And your immunity just isn't working the way it should. All of those illnesses where things are too slow, chronic fatigue syndrome... Um, hypothyroidism um, anemia um, slow metabolism weight issues that's all inhibitory when you're excitatory it's too rapid fire you have too much spasm you get tight spasm muscles you get um, inflammation chronic inflammation autoimmune diseases are on that side So, Lord, we want to crush all of these things that are not of you that take us out of physical and mental balance. When you're in healthy excitation, you are uplifted in your mood. You are happy. You are joyful. You are full of energy. You're full of life. And I want to pray that that be restored in everyone. Sometimes people just bounce between the two. They're depressed, and then they become anxious. None of this is of the Lord. So, God, I just pray for everyone here that you just heal each and every one of us so we are in balance. So the balance is perfected in you. So that we sleep at night and we have energy during the day. So that our chemical makeup is absolutely perfect for what we're doing. We don't want you to wake up in the middle of the night full of energy. Your mind racing, and then you you're exhausted the next morning. You can hardly, you can hardly struggle through the day. That's the enemy. So we want to pray all of this in Jesus' name. And what I want to do now is just call up our prayer team, and and then your prayer team from the church. And we want to go ahead and just um, pray for any of you that have specific needs. Um, so we're going to call up um, those of us from our prayer team. And then, Brent, do we have people from your prayer team? Great. So anybody from the prayer team, I just invite you up. And and I'm so happy that you're here. And this is a great opportunity to come and get um, individual prayer. And I'm going to continue to do medical prayer but in small groups to really help manage certain conditions. So are any of you here today with cancer or worried about cancer for a loved one? Is that anything that's in the room today? So um, why don't those of you that are dealing with cancer come up front, and then I'm going to put the microphone down for a bit because I'm going to pray into that. And then I'll just move from to different kinds of groups of illness. And we invite all of you to – you can do whatever you want. You can sit down and just stay in the, in the chairs – And just soak this in. You can come up and be prayed for individually. I'll pray in little groups for for different groups of people.